Time for another Board Recap Podcast. Dr. Smith, how are you today? Very good. It's As we record this, it's a Tuesday. It's going to be a gorgeous day, a very active day, but uh, attended a Youth First Appreciation uh, Breakfast, honoring uh, some great folks, Bob and Judy Griffin, that have been uh, very important to Youth First. And as you know, Youth First is very important to us. So just a great community gathering. and Another example, and you've mentioned frequently how just as of late, it seems like there's been a few more than normal, just community type events that you've gotten to participate in. And, yeah. and I know you enjoy that as much as any aspect of your job, just to see how much our community is doing to support everyone living here. Certainly doing the interconnectedness of everyone, yeah. you know, 181,000 uh, residents in Vandenberg County, but haven't lost that that personal touch either. So yeah, and we say this all the time. Good times. Not sure every community around our nation maybe has this synergy that we have. We're very fortunate. In fact, every time, um, I shouldn't say every time, but uh, certainly once a month, I'm reminded uh, from individuals that either have had folks come in or that they have gone out and, and visited with other communities that this is a special place. Absolutely. And we can't take that for granted. Well, let's we certainly should not jump into last night's school board meeting. We'll start, as always, with good news. So lots of good news to share uh, with our listeners. Dr. Smith, we'll start with let's rewind back to the fall festival. Things move so fast. That seems like a long time ago now, but it really wasn't too far in the past. But, you know, a lot of great things we all know go on at the fall festival, a great community event. But one of the really special things is that our Nut Club Nut Clubbers put on is their special kids day. And this is where all of our teachers of exceptional learners with our students uh, go down to the fall festival. And I mean, these students, regardless of any kind of need, any kind of disability, any issue they face, Nut Club members jump in and just ensure that they have a fantastic day. And it is certainly a high point for so many of these students and the teachers love it too. And I think so do members of the Nut Club. Well, I I think so. And uh, first of all, I'd like to extend my appreciation to all the staff that made that work. Certainly our schools, our transportation department, our special ed assistants, and our special education teachers. Uh, Without them, (laughs) this would not have happened. And, you know, to the extent to where I think there's a picture in the lower right-hand corner for those of you that are actually able to view this podcast and not just listen that teacher carried that student up the steps right. so that he could experience the that thrill slide, yeah. of coming down the slide. That's just one small example that I want everybody to know does not go unnoticed Absolutely. <laughs> that makes this work for our kids. And then finally, um, listeners may recall that when we proposed the calendar for the school year, and that was last year, we proposed fall break to actually occur during fall festival. That is true. Uh, we our thinking was that this would be a benefit for our families and, and for uh, the fall festival and our schools to have those events occur at the same time. It wasn't too long after that proposal was put out for community feedback that members of the Nut Club said, you know, we appreciate you letting us know this, but we also want you to know how important that day is to us. Mm, yes. And for us, uh, and if we're on break, is there any way that we could still make that day happen for our special needs kids? So I think that just shows the nature of, uh, and I, more than just the nature, just the real intent behind the fall festival mm-hmm. and, and the nut club members of, of the community mindedness and the spirit that they have for all individuals that, uh, that they serve. 
Yeah, really, really is amazing. I appreciate you lifting that because yeah. that that just tell, told you everything you really needed to know last year when they you lifted that. Uh, continuing on through good news, congratulations to the Pride of Bossy, the Marching Bulldogs. They earned a second place at the Scholastic State Finals. They entered a different category this year and did very, very well. So yes, they did. Proud of those students and everyone associated with the band. As we know, lots of work goes in to that activity October cause for applause we love celebrating our employee of the month and yeah this month in October it was Jamie Wright Jamie is the head custodian at Cynthia Heights Elementary School I uh, worked with her several years ago and saw firsthand her dedication just a really a top-notch person and the whole school came out to celebrate her so we always love those surprise announcements yes we do Uh, Also with good news, uh, just lifting again, we've done this lately, we've talked about some of the activities and certainly haven't captured all of them, but just lifting some of them, where in particular our high schools have really done some really neat community type events. We talked recently about a high school that partnered with a a nearby senior facility. I saw another high school did that recently. Well, uh, some of our schools, including Bossy High School and some others recently supported a great local organization, Chemo Buddies, uh, that really volunteer and help support people as they're getting their chemotherapy. And uh, just an all-in event at the football games, but I know you always like to see this too, where our kids get to interact and support top-notch community organizations. You bet. We want all of our students when they graduate to know that we expect them to be servant leaders in the community. Yes. And it's great to see the evidence that they are stepping up and doing that before they graduate. Yes. I think we have several of our high schools did North this. Yes. and Central on the screen. We know you lifted bosses. Yeah proud of our students. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Continuing to move through good news. uh, We talked briefly about the high school band with Bossy. Let's talk about two more of our high school bands. They have qualified for the uh, ISSMA State Marching Band Finals. That is this Saturday at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Uh, That is Wrights High School and North High School. They've had phenomenal seasons and best luck to them. And we're really looking forward to seeing them competing on that stage. Yes, we are. I know they'll both do great. Yeah, I really think they will. A lot of positivity going on there. Also wanted to lift up a really such a nice event we were able to host recently, and that was our EBSC Options Fair. We brought all of our high school innovative models together under one roof. It was really designed specifically for eighth graders and their families just to come out and see all of the different innovative model options they have for high school. We always tout all the great things that go on with our traditional high schools, and you can't beat those. But if you want to be part of your traditional high school and maybe also attend a a half-day program for most of these cases uh, in a real specialized area, Uh, for example, the Academy of Science and Medicine, the Academy for Future Educators, I could go on and on. Um, we're fortunate to be able to offer these to our students. We are. Uh, I was actually at an event Saturday evening where I was talking to a, a parent that was also a graduate of our schools, but that parent now has a seventh and eighth grader uh, in our schools. So they went to to the uh, school options fair uh, for their eighth grade son, and he remarked <laughs> he was truly astonished at all of the opportunities sure. that kids have today. And he was very appreciative of all the things that EBSC is providing for kids so that they can um, get just, (laughs) real. it's not just exposure, but so that they have opportunities that will set them up for success in life. Certainly. And especially if they have a particular interest where they can really do a deep dive into that, in addition to all of the other things they do in high school. 
it does set them up for right. success, and that's the name of the game. And I know that we've talked about this a, a lot, but to hear our parents speak of the exceptional opportunities that their students have is really gratifying for me. Yes, most definitely. Um, also then, talking about state bound, we talked about marching band. Let's talk about, in this case, from fall sports, some individual student athletes that are state bound. So I'm just going to do what I did last night and, and lift these names quickly. We had a North, uh, two students from North Boys Tennis. They uh, played doubles. They are advancing to the state tennis tournament. That's Nathan Mitchell and Jacob Hayfley. Also from North High School in cross country, Kyle Sturchy. Also from North High School in girls golf recently, Kylie Standring qualified for state. And then at Wrights High School, the boys team in cross country advanced to the state competition. And then also Cordelia Hoover advanced as an individual in cross country at Wrights High School. And best of luck to all of those student athletes as they compete on the big stage uh, at the state level. It's exciting. And we also have a lot of our fall plays going on now, too. Absolutely. And we still have two of our high school football uh, teams that are playing yeah. in the postseason. So lots of great activities going on with our students. And best of luck to all Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's move into consent items, if you will. All right. Moving on to item 3.02, consideration allowance of payments. Total $21,454,237.44. Now, that is an amount that is higher than it usually is, but this was for a longer period of time, actually reaching all the way back uh, for some payments on September 5th, the 25th, and the 29th. And then uh, for the first portion of October, includes two pays and includes taking out insurance uh, payments and deductions as well as uh, paying state taxes on behalf of our employees. So that's why it was a little bit larger, plus uh, more than $3 million in invoices, also a larger amount, but for a longer period of time. Item 3.03, consideration to approve the agreement with the University of Indianapolis for special education certification programs. So as part of the transition to teaching program that we have uh, in the state, because I've lifted several times that we have over 6,000 teachers on an emergency permit. So what this program will do, uh, this the Indian Department of Education had provided scholarships for individuals that had um, certification, a bachelor's degree or a teaching license, but were not licensed for special education services. They provided scholarships for individuals then to obtain their special education certification. Unfortunately, there are only three universities that are offering that in the state. So the department put individuals on wait list. Well, we had hired uh, great employees that with the promise that uh, those courses that were now required would be uh, funded for them. When the state put folks on wait list, then we decided as a corporation to step up and to fulfill the promise that had been um, that under which they had agreed to accept employment. So we're providing some scholarship money for individuals in the hopes that the state will remove that waitlist second semester. But it's basically a win for everybody. Our students get access to great teachers. The promise that the state had made to the to our employees now will still be fulfilled. It will just be fulfilled by us. 
and then hopefully the state will be able to pick that up second semester. Excellent, excellent. That is, and you're right, that is a win for everyone involved. Yes. Item 3.04, consideration to approve the change order number one for Vogel Elementary School Playground Project of 2023. So basically, we just installed some additional chain link fence to make certain that that perimeter was secure. As we know that we have uh, Vogel is bordered by some busy streets, and we just wanted to make certain that that uh, was taken care of. Item 3.05, consideration approved change order number one for the Bossy High School security camera project of 2023. And what this is doing is simply replacing the network rack that our equipment goes into because the new equipment doesn't fit into the old rack. Item 3.06, consideration to approve the, the drainage easement regarding property near Harrison High School. So the Eichelhart Foundation has done great work. Uh, Tremendous amount of work on yes. this property. As well as in property that adjoins or abuts our property at Harrison. So this is simply uh, having them tie into the existing drainage system. So we needed to provide a very small easement in order for that work to be accomplished. But I uh, tell you what, uh, great community asset that we have in that property that the Igohart Foundation is managing. Yeah, beautiful home that sits back in there too, a very historic much, home. Yes. Item 3.07, consideration to approve fine arts music instructor agreement. So we are pleased to be able to uh, offer this. We appreciate the board's approval, and Emily is an outstanding harpist. So EVSC students that are interested in learning harp will now be afforded that opportunity. What a great opportunity because there's not just a lot of uh, people out there I would imagine to teach uh, how to play the harp. Yep, you don't see many harpists around and that means you don't see many harp teachers around. So she's outstanding and we are excited to engage her for our students. And then item 3.08, consideration to approve the revised calendar for the 23-24 school year. And you did not know I was going to do this, but Jason, I'm going to turn this over to you, the (laughs) calendar committee, and the work that you've done with the Solar Eclipse uh, local group here, if you could kind of take it away. Well, there is a, yeah, there is a task force meeting and word is going out to our families, our employees as we speak uh, about this. But yeah, our community is going to experience a total solar eclipse on April the 8th. We all remember the last eclipse several years ago, but that was not total. If you remember, Dr. Smith, this is going to be that. So it's going to be quite an experience. Uh, a lot of people are going to be coming into the area, the task force and local business, Visit Evansville, all those organizations are really promoting this, it's a great way to bring people into our community and and see everything we have to offer and experience that eclipse. So really the key this time is this eclipse is going to happen slightly after two o'clock in the afternoon, and that's when the traffic we anticipate will be the heaviest, and that is just about crunch time for student dismissal. So we were afraid it could cause maybe some safety issues, a lot of people on the road, especially out-of-town visitors not familiar with the streets and could cause delays. So we're going to make this day a day where we are not in session on August 8th. We already have safety glasses for all of our students. We can send those home. Teachers can, as it gets closer, provide instruction on how to utilize those. We previously on the last version of the calendar, the most recent one had April the 19th as a potential makeup day. We're just going to take that day off, put that on the 8th. So we will go to school on the 19th. We won't go to school on the 8th. We are putting a note out though, that we're going to reserve this as a potential virtual makeup day. If 
and we cross our fingers this doesn't happen, but if we have a really snowy winter and have to have multiple school cancellations, we may have to have some virtual um, school on that day, but it won't be in session so that our students will be home during the eclipse. And that information is going out to everyone involved as we speak so that everyone is aware of that. I appreciate that. And I do appreciate your service on that task force for the eclipse. Um, you know, and as you so succinctly said, uh, with the eclipse occurring very close to our dismissal. That's really the difference. Uh, we've talked to individuals when they were in Hopkinsville, uh, I think it was 2019. I think so. And because of that, they did experience pretty close to a total eclipse there right. where we had a slightly less lesser yeah. version, I guess, if you will. But with the heavy traffic, we did not want, I mean, our buses would have been stationed at our schools, but being able to drop off the students at home and then our bus drivers run double routes, then being able to get back sure. to take our elementary students home, that may have been in question. We did not want um, to put any of our families sure. in that Better to be safe than, than sorry and regret Absolutely. that. So, uh, yeah, and then more information for our students to come. I'm sure a lot of classrooms will be, you know, talking about the eclipse as it gets closer right. to April. It is a learning opportunity. Definitely. Moving on to personnel recommendations, 4.01. As I say, those personnel recommendations are included for your perusal. And then the next item, 4.02, was the swearing-in of Brian Hessler, who is our latest school resource officer. And then I think that takes us to six items under information list. Yes, 5.01 through 5.06 are the monthly reports that Carl Underwood, our chief um, finance officer, provides to our school board. 5.05 is a quarterly report for self-insurance that's provided four times a year. But um, all of those reports, as we say from time to time, are included on board docs, and you can search them back to 2008. Okay, and then that took us to continued business. And I know last night you thanked a lot of teachers in attendance and, and shared that um, you certainly are a believer in the work they do, and, and you have tremendous value and respect for them. Absolutely. So I wanted to make certain that that message was heard by those in attendance and uh, gave a brief update about negotiations. And I think, not I think, I do know, having talked to uh, Lori Young, president of ETA, after meeting last night, that uh, both both groups feel that we are very, very close and hope that we will get a tentative agreement very soon. Looking forward to that. So yeah. that wraps up another school board meeting. A lot of good news at the beginning of the meeting and a, and a nice meeting to run throughout the evening. So appreciate you taking the time going through that with us, Dr. Smith. Always my pleasure. All Thank right. You. Thank you.